Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of this awesome podcast. If you are new here, hi, my name is Jess and I am your host. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful week. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're being productive, getting shit done, radiating good vibes and positive energy because we are trying to be the best versions of ourselves here. In today's episode, I wanted to chat about taking a gap year and basically not being at uni, not planning on going to uni, just taking the road that is more, I don't know, I guess they there's a negative light shun upon not going to uni or taking a gap year and I feel like I've definitely you know, had a couple of interesting looks, had a couple of people say to me, like, you should be going to uni. And I just want to talk about my experience with it all. Because if you don't know, I am actually not in uni. I graduated about, oh, I'm on my second gap year. So a little while ago. And I just want to chat about, yeah, my experience with finishing school and deciding not to go to uni and the kind of feedback I have received from it, what I've learned from it, because I've learned a couple of things here and there about not going to uni. And I just wanted to help you guys out, validate your feelings, or just let's just go through this little story together and you'll get out whatever you get out of it. So yeah, that's what we're going to chat about in today's episode. So I'm very excited for this conversation we're about to have. But you know the drill before that, there's always a life update. So (laughs) I find these life updates so like so funny because if you don't know, I actually release two podcast episodes a week as of right now. So it's between, I release them on Mondays and Wednesdays. So like the Monday episode is good because I have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, everything to catch you up on. But then the Wednesday episodes, it's like, it's been two days. (laughs) What do I really have to say? But I actually have a couple of things. I have a couple of things to chat about. First of all, I'm going to the Dregs concert. If you don't know who the Dregs are, oh my God, they are literally fucking unreal. Please right now, go and listen to their music. Turn me off and go check on the Dregs. They are just divine. Such good music. If you also, if you like, if you know who Jack Botts is or Ziggy Alberts, then I guarantee you will like the Dregs. They are just unreal I've seen them play once and I watched them in Melbourne when I was living back there and it's like what 45 bucks for a ticket I literally sobbed my heart out I cried so fucking hard the whole concert because I feel like their music just every single lyric of every song just resonated with me so much and honestly like the dregs got me through like my depression and my breakup as well. Like they have helped me through so much and all their music just connected with me so much. And it was just the, honestly, I can say it was like the best night of my fucking life. I will forever hold that night in my heart. And I went there, I went to the concert with my two closest friends and I was just sobbing and holding their hands. Cause at this point I knew that I was moving to Queensland as well. So it was also the, like their music really resonated with leaving a place and having to let go and oh it was just emotions were through the roof so I'm very 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 excited to be watching um yeah seeing them again this weekend it's gonna be so good and I'm going with my new friends as well that I've met up here which I'm even more excited for 
So it's just going to be such good vibes and I literally cannot wait. So that's something really exciting that is happening this week. I also, I got a message. I think it was, yeah, last night, overnight, I got a message from a lovely girl in Norway saying that she loved my podcast and she literally in the message said like, oh, like I'm from Norway. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I, when I read that, I was just trying to really fathom the fact that my podcast is like reaching people on the other side of the fucking world. Like, it's just insane. I'm so thankful for every single one of you guys. You have literally no idea. It's just crazy. Another thing that is a very exciting, that is happening tomorrow is a very special collab. A collab, the first ever collab with another podcasting account actually and I'm so excited we're the first guest we've ever had on the show can I even call this a show is this a show I don't really know what the fuck this is on this podcast I should say so I'm very 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 pumped for that it's going to be awesome we're going to be getting raw we're going to be getting vulnerable asking some tough questions so look out for that in the next I'd probably say one or two weeks. We'll see. We'll see. Not sure what the schedule's looking like yet, but it'll be out sooner or later. Don't you worry. I've also got a couple of different guests in mind that I'm I'm gonna trial out, trial it out, see how the fuck to actually have another guest on the show. Cause I have never done it. So it's it's all learning curve for me. But hope it hopefully it goes well. And if all goes well, I'm definitely gonna get some other guests on the show, which I'm I keep calling this a show. We'll just roll with it, guys. I, a couple more guests on this podcast, which I am, um, again, very, very, very excited for. So that's basically all the life updates I have for you. But there is one more thing I want to chat about. And this just happened, literally just happened within the past like half an hour. And I am left a little bit speechless. I'm not really sure what happened, why it happened. But so the other day, I think it was what? Yesterday, literally yesterday, I brought two blocks of chocolate home. Now they, I just got them from this little thing. It, they weren't, they weren't my favorite chocolate. Nothing like Cadbury or anything. Because if it was Cadbury, I, that shit would have been gone in two seconds. But it, it wasn't. One was like a strawberry, like it had little strawberry bits in it, and that, which is all right. Like I'd eat it if I was desperate. And then the other one was macadamia nut, which no, disgusting. I am not a fan of macadamia. Not a fan of hazelnut. I don't like anything like that. So I chucked them on the kitchen bench and mind you, in my household, I'm living with, I have my mum and my brother and his girlfriend at the moment, right? Keep that in mind, okay? So I chucked it on the kitchen bench because I wasn't going to eat it, right? I love chocolate, but those flavors weren't really rolling with me and I was kind of feeling like I didn't want chocolate at that time. So I just left them on the kitchen bench and my brother and his girlfriend won't eat it because they are vegan and they weren't vegan, right? So they can't eat it. My mum wouldn't eat it. And so tonight I was sitting on the couch. I just eaten my dinner and I was like, oh fuck, I could really use some chocolate. I'm about to get my period. So the cravings are real. I, it was just, I could not stop thinking about it. And I was, I was really thinking about the, the chocolate with strawberries in it because I was like, that is easy. I can just like pick them out if I want or just eat around them or I'll just, I'll just shove them down the gob. Worst case scenario, right? So I get up, go to the kitchen counter. I'm like, hmm, they're not there. I literally put them there yesterday and they're not there. And then I open the, 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 what is it called? The cupboard, the pantry. 
And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I literally cannot see them anywhere. So I say to my mom, I was like, mom, did you move the chocolate? Like where, where did it go? And then she's like, nah, didn't touch it. And then I looked in the pantry again. I searched and I searched. Do you think I could find it? No. Asked my brother, asked his girlfriend, did you guys eat it? Like, I don't know, maybe you thought it was vegan, maybe it actually was and I just didn't even realize. They were like, nah, didn't touch it. Went back to the pantry, looked and I looked and I looked and I kid you not, it has disappeared. It is not there. It's nowhere in the kitchen, nowhere to be found. I kid you not, literally all three of us in the kitchen, searching every single cupboard, the pantry, the freezer, the fridge, like cutlery drawers literally everywhere and it was nowhere to be seen we checked the bins we checked the recycling because at this point it was no longer I no longer really cared about the chocolate it was like a mystery it was who did it where did it go still to this moment nobody knows where the chocolate went and it is just so crazy like literally there was there was nowhere it could have gone and it's made me start to doubt myself like did I move it did I sleepwalk and move it somewhere did I eat it I don't remember eating it but it's gone it's disappeared and I just think that that's really 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 crazy like there is nowhere else it could have gone it should be in the kitchen but it's not so anyway that was just a little bit of a what the fuck moment I just have no idea where it's gone but that's 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 all that's all the life updates I have for you guys so let's hop into today's episode of taking a gap year So I just first off want to, I guess, discuss my experience with high school VCE. I know up in Queensland that, I guess, different states of Australia, VCE is not a universal thing. It's not everybody, I don't know what it is up here, maybe like HSC. I'm not really sure, but VCE basically in Victoria is year 11 and 12, your two last final years of school. So from my experience in high school, VCE or just finishing school, getting that final score, which we call in Victoria an ATAR, is the most important thing. There is so much fucking pressure to get such a good score and it is so stressful. I remember when I when I first got into year 12, I we went on this like study camp, <laughs> a study camp for year 12, okay? And they taught us about like sleep and diet and studying, obviously no shit. And I remember being told that you would go to school all day, which is what, like six hours, come home, have to study for like two to three hours. And I'm like, bruh, are you fucking serious? I mean, to be fair, I guess I was kind of told that all throughout school. Did I once do that? Definitely not. I, I would say that I never really studied. I wasn't a studier unless it came to a test I had or we called it sacks in VCE. I was actually telling somebody this the other day and they could not believe the fact that we called tests in VCE sacks. He, sorry, they were like, what the actual fuck? I was like, yeah, (laughs) it's, um, it's weird, but I don't know. It just flows. It's so normal to me. And I guess somebody else hearing the fact that it's called a sack is like, what the actual heck? But yeah, it's odd, but just roll with it. Okay. If I say sack, I just mean test. But I mean, yeah, I I usually would cram a bit of study right before I had, I'm just going to say test actually, just to make it easier for you guys right before I had a test. But usually I was not a studier at all. And I feel like I'm, I was quite gifted in the sense that I, I guess I would say I was academically smart 
And is that even what you call it? Acad- ac- I was academic, right? I, I feel like I could do not a lot of study and I was pretty good. So I'm grateful that I had that aspect, but it was all just so like the ACA was just study, 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 do this test, answer these questions, read all this shit, do that, do this. It was just constantly go, 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 study, study, study. And it sucks because there's so much fucking pressure for this big exam at the end of the year to get such a good score. And so many people like school is not for them. They're doing it because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to graduate. That is what is deemed as normal in our society, right? But school isn't for everybody and some people can't deal with that pressure. Some people don't perform well under, you know, time constraint, silent room, answering just shit questions about stuff that they don't even fucking enjoy. And I think that in that sense, you know, I think that is very, very, very hard to, I guess, measure intelligence. Like I wouldn't necessarily say that the shit I did when I graduated school was a good representation of my intelligence because I don't think that I'm necessarily smart at writing three essays in three hours. I don't think I'm smart when it comes to maths and we're talking about matrices and what even do we else do we do trigonometry and all that shit. Like I don't I don't think that is a good representation of my intelligence and I think that that a lot of people would agree with me on that one because the shit we learn about in school isn't like it's not for everybody people don't enjoy a lot of the stuff they might enjoy one or two things but that's about it because we're we have to learn about so much stuff and 100% I think school is like I I would not take back the fact that I graduated hell no I'm glad I did I definitely I think that yeah you learn about shit but you also it's it's life skills you're learning you're learning how to problem solve and you're learning how to study, how to have a good work ethic, how to be productive. Like, I think that there are so many important life skills that you learn. Don't get me wrong. So that is also what is hard when it comes to like talking about school, because it has so many benefits, but it's also, it is quite negative. But I think that just the, that the, oh, can I speak? I think that the stress that is pushed down our throats is so fucking harming to so many people. And it really leads people down a bad track of feeling like they're not good enough because they don't get a good enough grade. And, you know, I remember, like, like I said, I was quite academic, but if I got, you know, a B, I'd be like, well, I'm fucking shit. I'm dumb. Like I didn't try hard enough. I'm not good enough. And you just downgrade yourself so much because what you got a B, like, what the fuck? It's, it's so destructive, I think. And I think that through my VCE, I really, really, really started to struggle with, you know, my depression and my social anxiety and hating myself. And I just, I hated the school environment. I hated the people, not a lot of the people, obviously with my friends, but you know, there's always the mean girls. There's always the cool guys. You feel like you have to be someone you're not, impress people. And you just turn into someone, you just turn into a watered down version of yourself. And that is very, very, very toxic and so detrimental to you. But I think that with all that stress, I found school on top of that very difficult. Don't get me wrong. At some points, it was almost like a like a calming aspect in my life because I hated myself. I hated who I was. I like I just I I struggled a lot with social anxiety. And when I was academically smart, it just felt easy. It felt like something I was I could do. Like I wasn't such a failure. But 
that was only some of the times when we're learning new shit and all this different stuff. And if I couldn't do something, if I didn't get the best score, I would, on top of everything I was going through, I would feel even fucking worse. And I just think that if there wasn't so much pressure to get this perfect ATAR, people wouldn't be so stressed about it. But I get it. I get it that we need a way to measure people's, and I, is it even intelligence? I don't even know, but I don't know. I just, I think that when it comes to, I don't know, fucking politics and shit, that it's, it's like a system that we need. I don't even really know. Okay. Don't quote me on that shit. Don't, I don't want to dive into that because I don't, I don't know school systems and all that stuff. I just, I, I get it. I get it why we need it, but I'm not, that, that means, that doesn't mean I'm saying that it's a good thing. That doesn't mean that I'm saying that, you know, it doesn't cause a lot of harm to people because definitely I think it does. I just, I just remember there was so much stress, so much stress around the exams. Everybody thought that, you know, if I don't get a really good score, I'm a failure. I won't go to uni. I won't get a high paying job. I'll be poor. I'll be homeless. And then I'll die in debt and all this shit. Like that is literally your thought process going through VCE. And I remember we had these I can't even remember what they were called, like career counseling sessions or something. I don't even know. But basically you talk to a, a, a pathways, oh, I can't even remember what it's called. Just somebody, somebody who specializes in helping people figure out what they want to do with their lives, like what pathways they can do, what careers they can go into, right? And at this point in my life, I wanted to work with animals, right? So when we got this sheet and we had to tick everything, every job that sounded interesting to us, I ticked all the ones to do with animals because I wanted to work with animals. And I remember when I spoke to the person who specializes in helping people figure out what they want to do, the person basically said to me that I was going to be poor. That's literally what they said to me. And I was like, why the fuck are you telling me this? (laughs) Like, why are you even putting these jobs on the sheet if they're going to make me poor in the first place. I was so confused, but that's what he literally said to me. And I I literally looked at him and I was like, are you fucking serious? I was just like, it's a little bit soul crushing to hear that though. But I mean, I didn't want to be a vet. I just, I just didn't want to do that. So I, I don't know. I was taking like animal attendant, but why would you even fucking put that on the sheet as a career? If you're going to say that, you know what I mean? So that was a very interesting experience. Um, yeah, but I've had a lot of different career ideas, ideas that I wanted to do. I remember when I was in primary school, I did public speaking and I, and it was about what you wanted to be when you were older. And I talked about being a real estate agent. I talked about being a forensic scientist, (laughs) like, whoa, the times have changed. And yeah, like in high school, I, I wanted to work with animals and then I thought I wanted to be a primary school teacher. I've I've been through a lot of different ideas of what career I wanted and I don't know. I don't know. That's literally all I have. Like I just don't know. And that is the thing. Through high school there is so much pressure as well to have your whole life figured out. There is so much pressure to know what the fuck you're doing, to have it all planned out. But let me just tell you that that is BS. You do not have to have it all figured out. I guarantee you that your parents don't even know what the fuck they're doing. They haven't got it all figured out because I don't think you ever really do have it all figured out, right? People change careers literally all throughout their lives. I'm I'm sure that, you know, it's probably been a possibility in your parents' head to change your, change their career. Like it's just because you get into something doesn't mean that 
you want to do that forever. You know what I mean? Like people don't have it all figured out. They'll go into something and then realize, oh, actually this isn't for me. I'm kind of sick of it. I want to do something else. Like we are constantly changing. So I just want to preach and encourage you to just relax it is okay to have it not all fucking figured out and to not know what you want to do that is why I think having a gap year is such an important thing and I'm going to talk about what I've definitely learned from my gap year in a second but I just think that taking time for yourself taking time to figure out who the fuck you are during your gap year is such an important thing and with with me I I think when I was graduating school, I wanted to do a gap year. Like I, I kind of had it in my head and I was pretty, I was pretty set on it, but, and I was telling people that. And a lot of people just told me to apply to uni anyway, because you know, what if you change your mind? What if it doesn't work out for you? What if you get bored, you know, and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to apply to uni. Maybe I'm being naive. Maybe I'm being dumb and that maybe I'm being stupid. And when I graduate school, I'll be like, oh shit, everybody else is going to uni. I should go to uni. So I ended up applying and back in Melbourne, I applied to Deakin University actually. And I got into a bachelor of psychology degree. Mind you, I very much, oh, that's another thing. Like I also was talking about being a psychologist as well. And I definitely think psychology is very, very, very interesting. I think that, you know, it kind of correlates with this podcast and what I'm talking about, like psychology is how you think and all that stuff, like your brain. And I think that that comes a lot into play with, you know, mental health. And I'm talking about that on my podcast. So I feel like I'm doing something that aligns with it because I find it very interesting. But I think that when I graduated, I... I just got to a point where I knew that I knew that I couldn't go into uni and that was because I didn't know what I was doing wanted to do first of all like I just had no idea and second of all I was so fucking burnt out from just everything so during my year 11 and 12 it was all through COVID so it was just online school I would literally wake up get, like be in bed still and like enter the classes, whatever I had just on my laptop, but I'd just be scrolling on my phone. I literally would just lie in bed all day, lie on my floor, sit in my chair at my desk and literally just stare into the distance, just be on my phone all day. And I think doing that for like two years, I mean, we were at school for some of it, but a lot of it was in lockdown. And I know up in the Gold Coast, you guys didn't have lockdown as bad as us, but Victoria or like Melbourne, we were in it for months and months and months and it was honestly one of the worst fucking times of my life like I got so bad with my mental health and I just remember I have so many memories of just crying on the bathroom floor floor because I literally didn't want to be here anymore and I didn't think I could do it and I I literally I remember saying to myself I was like I just can't do this anymore I just can't keep feeling this way I don't know how to make it stop and I think just through all of that, just online school and just struggling so much with my depression and social anxiety and body image that by the time school ended, I just could not, I could not enter a new, you know, phase of my life when it came to uni. I feel like with high school, it was kind of just the same shit. Like I knew it, I knew the routine, I knew the environment, I knew the people. It it was just the same thing, but getting harder every year, basically. But uni was a whole new environment. It was a whole new era of my life. And I just, I was not fucking ready for that shit. I could not enter it. Not in the state I was in. I still hated who I was and I was so unhappy and I just needed time for myself. So even though I did get into my uni degree, I ended up deferring. 
and it was good. It was good. I definitely 100% was the best decision I could have made in that time in my life because I got a job straight away. Uh, I was working in a cafe in a shopping center actually and I was basically working there six to seven days a week, long hours and I would just wake up, go to work, go to the gym, come home, go out clubbing on the weekends. Like at that time, it was it was a it was a fun time of my life. Like it was very much party time. Finished school, I just turned eighteen. Like it was good vibes, high energy. Definitely, it wasn't sustainable, but that's okay. I had a it was a good period of my life. So I'm I'm very 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 happy and grateful with my decision that I didn't push myself into high, um into uni. And I think that's the thing. We are literally like it's pushed in our throats that we have to go to uni and that that is the societal norms. And if you don't go to uni, then what the fuck are you doing? You're a dropout. You're you're gonna be homeless. You're gonna be poor. Like, what are you doing with your life, basically? And we're well, it's literally shoved down our throats that we have to go to uni, and but it's 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 not the only option in life. It's not the only pathway. And I feel like we need to steer away from the concept that we have to go to uni if we want to be successful because that is not the case anymore. We're not in our parents' era. I definitely think that back in my parents' day, it was that case for them. There was even more pressure, I think. But I think nowadays, there are so many different ways to have careers and uni is not the only option anymore. So I feel like we need to need to back away from this, this belief that we have to. And I've heard so many fucking conspiracy theories that it's all like uni isn't the only way anymore uni and college and that it's all like a money-making scheme and I don't really know what I believe to be honest I definitely do think that's a big part of it because it's so fucking expensive and a lot of people like it takes them yonks to pay off their debts I remember one of my high school teachers he was like what 40 years old I think and back when I was in year 12 you know he said he just paid off his student loan and I was like are you serious that long it took you like that is crazy that is insane and I think that the fact that you know so many kids don't know what they're doing with their lives and are pushed into uni at such a young age and they build up so much debt and then like they don't even know what they actually want to do and I think that that is such a scary thing because you can be pushed into this course realize you fucking hate it because you don't actually know yourself you don't know what you want to do and then you're stuck with all this money that you owe I just I think that that terrifies me. That makes me really scared for people. So because of that, I'm also so grateful that I did not go to uni. I think 100% I made the right choice. So that is basically my experience with taking gap year, not going to uni and just my high school experience. So now I want to chat about, I have six things that I've learned, I guess some tips for you guys when it comes to taking a gap year or just not going to uni, hopefully to validate your feelings or just to give you a little bit of insight as to what I've learned. So number one is not going to uni does not make you a failure. I definitely think that I sometimes 100% believe this, not believe it, but I, I do have those doubts in my life because I look at other people, like all my friends, I think me and one of my good friends were like one of two people basically to take a gap year. One of two, that was not even, I did not take, rewind, that was, I did not mean to say that. Moral of the story is me and my friend, I was lucky that I have had her by my side to 
because that she wasn't going to uni as well so we could kind of go through things together figure it all out together but we we were very like we were not we were part of the minority group not going to uni right and that was hard it was it was a hard thing because it was like well everybody else has have got their life figured out they know what they're doing we don't so we're gonna be end up being failures right and and even now, like I look at all my friends, like majority of my friends are at uni and I'm like, whoa, like they have their shit together. Look at them thriving, like going to uni all the time, studying, they got their exams, you know, majority of my, like the people who are at uni are already one year through, they're on their second year and it's just like, well, what the fuck have I been doing? You know, like they're going to be so successful. They're going to get good jobs. And I'm here. I'm not at uni. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? Like I had this podcast where I talk into a mic. What am I actually doing with my life? So definitely I still compare myself and it makes me feel like I am a failure and that, I don't know, I guess I'm not good enough and that I am going to be poor. But I just want to put out the point there and encourage you to know that not going to uni is not everything like it's not ride or die if you don't go it's not like this flip this (laughs) what was that this switch is gonna flip and you're just you know you're screwed for life if that makes sense like I'm telling you majority of people who go to uni still have no idea what the fuck they're doing majority of people who go to uni probably fucking hate their courses I know a lot of my friends who hate their courses I know a lot of people who have dropped out because they don't enjoy their course because they got into it when they still didn't know what they were doing with their that they wanted to do with their lives but they went into it because they thought that that is what you're supposed to do and so a lot of people have dropped out or deferring or just trying to figure themselves out and I think that a huge part of not going to uni and feeling like a failure is the fact that well first of all going to uni is seen as the you know, societal norm. Therefore, if you don't conform to that, you're seen as an outsider. Therefore, you feel like a failure. So I think that that is huge when it when it comes to the reasoning as to why you feel like that. But I also think that we as a society associate success with money, right? I feel like that's all embedded into our he- our heads and it makes sense, right? Really, at the end of the day, what we're trying to do as a society is earn money. Earn money so you can survive, so you can buy things, live, eat, you know, go out, do fun activities, travel. We we all at the end of the day, we want money so we can survive, be self-sufficient, right? So I think that I definitely agree, like success, not I agree, I, I understand. I understand where success being associated with money comes from, right? Because if you have money, you can do the things that you want with your life. You can live in a nice house, you can eat, you can travel, you can do all your activities that you want to do. You can buy the things you want, therefore you are successful, right? Like you're successful in being self-sufficient and being able to support yourself. But I think that we also turn it into more of a negative thing, right? Like if, I guess, I don't know, like people people who have a lot of money, like they're really successful, we see in in our eyes as a a society, we see them as successful. But I don't think that it's all just about money. I don't think that that success should be just measured in money because I think that there is so much more to that. A lot of rich people, they're so fucking unhappy. You think about it. You tell me, does that mean that they're successful? They have money, yes. But if they're unhappy, does that mean that they're successful? In my opinion, they have money, yes. But no, I would say that they're not successful because I don't think that 
the point of life is just to have money. I think that there is so much more out there, so much more to it. And money is only such a small portion to it. Honestly, if I just had enough like to keep me, not just keep me alive, but if I had enough to live in a house, not a house, doesn't have to be a house, just like to live, be self-sufficient, have a little bit extra. That's all I really want. Like in the sense that I don't need materialistic shit. I don't, I don't want that kind of life. I want to live a simple life, just have enough money to be self-sufficient and do the things I want to do. So I don't know if, does this really, I feel like this does make sense. Like, I feel like, I feel like what I'm talking about, you, you guys will be able to relate to. Oh, it is, can I just say, it's so fucking hot in my room. I made the really dumb decision to not turn on my fan before recording this, but it's too late now. We're too far into it. I don't want to get up and turn it on because I'm going to lose my train of thought. And the feelings are just pumping out right now. I feel like I'm just on point. I had a couple of, I don't know if anybody's had digestive biscuits before, but I had a couple of those before I started recording and I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. That's because I couldn't find my chocolate and I was really craving, craving something, some energy. So that is what we went with. But moral of the story is I think as a society, we associate success with money. And I don't think that, like I understand, I get it, but I don't think that that should be the only measurement of success. Like you look at me right now, okay? I'll, I'll use myself as an example. So I haven't worked for about two months. Like I haven't physically be, been earning money for about two months. And I got a job when I first moved up to the Gold Coast and I got a job at a cafe. I worked there for about a month, realized I didn't like it anymore. Like it just wasn't, wasn't the environment for me. And can we just normalize the fact that sometimes work environments don't vibe with you and that's okay. Like you're allowed to leave. You, you don't owe them anything. And I, you know, majority of the time they really don't give a shit about you. That's definitely something that I've learned in my time. But so I left and honestly it was the best decision, even though I was earning good money there. Like it was such a good decision because it was fucking with my mental health and your mental health comes first. Let me tell you, it comes first. So I haven't been working for about two months and I actually just got a job, which is kind of fun, even though I literally leave for Europe in about a month, but that's okay. Girls got to earn money. And it, I just, it just felt right. Like it just felt right to start working again before I go. But I feel like moving up here, you know, I definitely needed some time to just settle in and go exploring, meet new people. Plus literally all last year, my whole gap year, I spent working, working crazy hours. I worked so much. My whole life was just working. So... I think that it was really nice to just have two months off, explore the Gold Coast and just just vibe and no regrets. Like I, I definitely very much enjoyed it. But obviously there were times I was like, oh shit, I'm not earning anything. Am I a failure because I'm not earning money? But does that mean I'm a failure just because I'm not earning money? Fuck no. You know what I did? I've grown so much as a person, so much as a person. I've been experiencing happy emotions that I never have experienced before when first coming up here, I could not like just hang out with somebody that I've only met for five minutes or never met, you know, in a safe, in a safe way. I mean this, but like hang out with someone I've never met before. Right. I could not do that. I would be so fucking terrified. My social anxiety would be peaking and, you know, going to community events alone would fucking get the shit out of me. But now, holy shit, I can do that without even blinking an eye. I, one of my best friends at the moment, I literally messaged her on Instagram being like, hey, do you want to hang out? I think your podcast is really cool. Now we're really, really, really good friends. Like I had never met her before, but we just hung out. So I just think that the growth that I have 
been experiencing in the time that I've taken off that I haven't been working has been so beneficial. Fuck, I even also started this podcast and like I've, I'm building a little community, which is so cool. I've booked flights to Europe. Like I'm going to Europe for three months. Like you tell me, just because I'm not working and not earning money, does that mean that I'm a failure? Does that mean that I'm not successful just because, God, I'm really battling a burp right now. Just because I'm not earning money? The answer is fuck no, because money is not everything. Money alone does not measure success. So we need to get it out of our heads that just because we're not going to uni doesn't mean that we're going to be failures because the like the the story when it comes to uni is that you go, you graduate school, you get a really fucking good ATAR because if you don't, unis won't like you, they won't accept you. You graduate with a really good ATAR, you go to uni, you graduate uni, you get a job and then you work for the rest of your life and you'll earn money, right? That is literally the story of it. So not going to uni, it makes us feel like we're an outsider because we're not doing the societal, you know, the the thing that's deemed as normal in society, but we're also not working to get a job that you need a qualification for, right? And that means that we won't have a sense of security when it comes to an income. So I feel like that makes us feel like failures. Well, I know for me, I definitely feel that sometimes, but let me just tell you, it doesn't, right? It's okay. It's okay to not go to uni. It's okay to take a gap year. It's okay to just take some time to figure out who the fuck you are. So I just want to preach the fact that not going to uni does not make you a failure and I promise you that you are still successful and you'll figure it out. You will figure it all out. So that is number one. The second thing that I've learned is that despite what school teaches us, ATAR is not everything. Like I said in the start of this podcast episode, we are literally taught that ATAR is ride or die. If you get a shit ATAR, you are fucked basically. Like unis aren't going to like you. I remember being told that in English. So we had these things called study scores in my school and that, so all of the subjects you do, you get a study score when you do your big exam for all those subjects, right? So if I did my English exam when I did it, I had to write three essays in three hours and when that is marked I get a study score out of that exam and then however many subjects I did like what five all your five subjects you get studies study scores for all of those five subjects and then all those study scores go towards your ATAR and I remember being told with my English if I didn't get so I should probably make you understand what exactly how a study score is measured but 50 is like the highest you can go is 50 and 50 is, you know, your fucking God, basically. You're like, you're so smart. You've gotten everything right, basically, all, all year. Like, it's not just the final exam. It's all your tests and, and assignments that you do during the year and that plays a part. So, you basically have to get everything right all year and everything right on your exam. That's basically what a 50 is. And I remember being told that if I didn't get above a 25 study score in English... I was illiterate. Like, unis would see me and think that she's illiterate. Like, she's fucking dumb, basically. She can't speak English, which is so fucked because, again, writing three essays in three hours, which was my English exam, is not a good representation of someone's intelligence when it comes to literacy. Like, a lot of people, that is so hard for them to do, but they could be really good at English, but that is just so much pressure, so much time constraint. Three essays in three hours is not easy. Let me just tell you that it is not easy. 
it first of all fucking hurts your hand to write for that long but you also don't get to see the questions before you go into it so it's you really have to think on the spot and you have no time to really even think you just have to know what the fuck you're doing and it's it's very difficult I will say it is a difficult thing to do so the fact that you know if we don't get a 25 we're literally seen as illiterate and I just when I heard that I was like are you serious and that plants so many doubts into your head because you're like oh shit what if I don't get over 25 I'm not going to be able to go to uni I won't I won't get a good job and I'll be poor that is basically the thought process that happens and I just think that that is a load of bs I, I I guarantee you that majority of people after they graduate school, they will tell you that your ATAR is not everything. I've heard it and I, I was like, mm, does that, how that really makes sense? Like your ATAR means everything. That's what teachers tell you. And I, and I heard it when I was in school and I was like, mm, I don't believe you. But now coming out of it, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like that is so true. Your ATAR doesn't really matter at all. You can still get into uni despite your ATAR, right? There are so many, I guarantee you that you can 100% get to the uni like whatever you want to do even if you get a shit ATAR score like yeah when it comes to you know being a doctor and shit you probably have to try a little bit harder and I'm not really sure all the courses and stuff like that so don't quote me on any of this but if you try hard enough even if you get a shit ATAR like if you try hard enough in other ways you can probably get into the course you want to do be what you want to be it'll just be a longer process but your ATAR like they build it up to be such an important thing but you you know, ATAR day comes around, you get a number and it's like, okay, cool. Is that it? Like you're telling me I worked my whole fucking schooling life basically for this number and that's it. I mean, I guess it's, I liked it because it was, you know, academic validation and I really wanted to see how good I could be. So it was a good test, I think for, I guess, accountability and in a way intelligence for me just to see myself how how much I could actually perform under time constraints like I liked getting it It was nice to see my effort actually you know be validated in some kind of way it was nice but I think that after that it's like well what the fuck is the point one of my good friends when I graduated school with she didn't even look at her ATAR and look at her like she's vibing she's chilling I mean no she's not at uni but she's working a really good job like it's not, it's really not everything. And once you, like, even if you go to uni, that's it. That They don't look at your ATAR again. And I'm pretty sure I've heard that, I think that's, I'm pretty sure this is true. But if you, if you take a bit of time off and you don't go to uni straight away, like, they don't even look at your ATAR. Like, it doesn't even matter. There's like a, a, a period. And after that, they don't care about it. So it's really not everything. So if you got a shit ATAR or you think you might get one, honestly, please do not stress. You are going to be fine. You will get to exactly where you need to be. It's ATAR is not ride or die, okay? So that is the second thing. Number three is there is so much growth potential in your gap year. Oh my goodness. In my gap year, I literally like blossomed as a person I am so grateful that I had the opportunity why am I saying in my gap year I'm still in my gap year but in my first gap year I like I am just amazed by the person I turned into there is no fucking way that when I graduated school I thought that I would ever be at the place I am right now and I just 
Like it's, it's just insane. I think that when it comes to graduating school, you don't know who the fuck you are. You literally have no clue who you are. All you've been doing for the past however many years is getting up, going to school, going home, studying if you want to, doing homework if you want to, you know, maybe going to a sport and then going to bed, repeat, 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 repeat for years. That's literally what you're used to. But there's no really exploration of your identity, of who you are, of what you like to do because you're stuck doing this routine all the fucking time. You're stuck with the same people around you. You're stuck in the same environment. It's just the same shit. And there's just no really room for self-discovery. But I also think that school, like after that routine for so long, it doesn't really test you anymore. And you're just used to the same thing, the same people, like I said. Therefore, when you get out into the real world, there is so much growth that can happen because you figure out so much about yourself and you become self-sufficient. Like when you graduate school, well, like at this point, you're 18, you can now drive. Like you have so much responsibility. And I just think that like without my gap year, I would not be the person I am today. And I, this is also ties into my next point of it's okay to just work and not travel. So through my gap year, I literally, I, I got a job straight away and I just worked. I worked and worked and worked. And that was just basically my whole gap year. But through that, I grew so fucking much. Like at the start, I was going out clubbing every single weekend. I was drinking all the time. I wasn't really getting enough sleep. You know, I got tonsillitis like five times, basically once every month. I got glandular fever. I had COVID. Like I was very, very, very sick, literally every second week. And I was not looking after myself. I wasn't eating the right foods. I, like I said, I wasn't sleeping and I was just drinking way too much alcohol. So through that, you know, I learned how to not treat my body. And then I went on a little, at this point, like I was still pretty fucking unhappy with my life and myself and who I was. And I was still suffering from depression and social anxiety. And I think that once I got glandular fever, it was a real turnaround point for me. And I was like, I need to make a change because I am going to literally kill my body if I keep doing this. So I kind of stopped drinking and I started eating so much better, looking after my gut, having gut shots, getting enough sleep. You know, I quit my job. I got a job that I actually fucking loved after that. And I just started really looking after myself and that there was so much self-discovery that came from that because I really had to put myself first. And then I started going to the gym and it literally became like a safety platform for me to go to and just, just unleash everything that I was ever feeling. And it honestly, it literally changed my fucking life. And like, uh, I just grew so much as a person. And even like, obviously I'm still in my gap year because I'm on my second one, but that growth, you know, made me feel capable to move up to the Gold Coast, literally only with my family. I've had to make all new friends. That growth made me feel capable to go to Europe by myself for three months. And if you don't know, at the end of this month, I'm actually, like I said, basically heading off to Europe to go solo backpacking for three months. And I was so excited. And if you want to follow my journey and have a more visual representation, be sure to check out my TikTok. It's just with four S's dot hill. But if it wasn't for the growth I did in that gap year, I would not have figured this shit all out. I would not have the courage, the strength, the confidence to do all that. So I'm so fucking grateful. So number three, like I said, is there's so much potential in your gap year. So don't shy away. Like if you're, if you, if you've graduated school and you don't know whether or not to go to uni because you're not really sure who you are, 
I say take a gap year. I think that it's so fucking beneficial because like I said, you will grow so much as a person. And I think that's so important to test the waters, try different shit and just figure out what you are because in that year, you will figure out your hobbies, your interests, you'll be in the big wide world. You'll be able to see what what you like, what you want to do. And I think that you'll discover so much about yourself through that and I think that if you're unsure that can definitely help you if you if you want to go to uni that will definitely help you kind of figure out what you want to do but I definitely think that it's such an important thing and just you'll grow so much and I just I feel like people need to be more connected with themselves and know themselves better rather than just push themselves into a degree into uni when they just don't know who they are, don't know if they actually want to do this. So yeah, number three, there is so much growth potential in your gap year. And that, like I said, ties into number four with it's okay to just work and not travel. So I think that with gap years, it's so stereotyped to be that they have to be all about travel. Like you have to go overseas, you have to just fuck off and be by yourself. But it's not all just about that. I knew that when I graduated and I wanted to have a gap year, it wasn't going to be for traveling because I just wasn't ready. I didn't have the funds I wasn't ready mentally. I was still so in my shell. I had just broken up with my ex. Like I was afraid. I was sad. I just, I didn't have the confidence to do that. And that's so okay. You are allowed to just work. Like there is nothing wrong with that. Can we like not see that as a bad thing? Gap years are not just for traveling. I also think that working is a very important thing because you build up confidence, you're saving and you're like, you're also living your life as well. I did so much when I was working. Like I definitely, I made some fucking awesome friends. I tested out a couple different workplaces, got to see what I liked, got to see what I didn't like. And I still went out exploring. Like I was going out with my friends on the weekends and I was still doing fun shit. Like it's, it's fun. It's, it's good. It's a good time in your life. And I just think that, you know, if you're, if you're planning on not traveling with your, in your gap year or you haven't, like it's so okay. Don't feel like you have to. So that is number four. Number five is don't live for others, live for yourself. I think that this is a fucking huge one because we literally live in a society where we have to, we feel pressure to do, like to conform and and live as how society deems as normal. I definitely could have worded that so much better. But basically we feel like we feel pressure to conform to follow societal norms, right? And that comes with going to school, getting a good ATAR, going to uni, getting a good job or just a job because a lot of people like it's not even good. They don't even fucking enjoy it. And then working until you're however years old, retiring and being told to do anything and then dying. That's basically how we are taught that we have to live our lives but I think that if you feel like there is more out there for you if that does not interest you if going to uni does not interest you then don't live that life for other people don't do that just because you feel like you have to impress other people look you're probably gonna fucking disappoint people if you're worried about your parents you might disappoint them if you don't go to uni you might I was lucky enough to have understanding parents but some people don't have that some people have parents that fucking force shit down their throats and I understand that shit okay I don't really have too much advice on that because I haven't experienced that but this is your life if you don't want to do it then don't fucking do it I guarantee you that you are going to be successful you're going to live such a beautiful successful courageous life but just because you don't want to go to uni does not mean that you're not going to get there uni is not 
ride or die, okay? So I think that it's so important that if you feel like there's more out there for you, if you feel like that's not where you want to go with your life, or if you feel like you need time to think, if you feel like you need a gap year to think about what the fuck you want to do, then take it. Do it for yourself, okay? Because in the end, you are the most important person in your life. I'm like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to think about, but eventually your parents aren't going to be here one day. And then what? If you go to a, if you get into a degree that you don't even fucking enjoy, get that degree, get a job in that degree that you, again you don't fucking like, and then your parents go and it's like, well now what? I did all that to impress them because they wanted me to do that, but that's this is my life. I have been living the life that they wanted me to live. But what about me? What have I been doing to live true to myself, to live the life that I want to live? So I feel like I feel like it's hard. It's definitely a hard thing to do because there is so much fucking pressure. And if it's not your parents, it's society. Like I had a lot of people telling me that I should go to uni and that, you know, they probably look at me and they're like, well, what is she doing with her life? But first of all, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Can I just say? But second of all, like this is my life. It's my choice. I the thing is I am happy. Like I am living a life true to myself. And I know that that's something a lot of people can't say about themselves because they're unhappy with what they're doing because they aren't connected to themselves because they don't know who they are. They don't actually know what they want to do. They're just doing what they think that they should do. But I think that taking time to figure out who the fuck you are will help you figure out what kind of life you want to live. Therefore, you won't feel pressure to live for other people because you'll know yourself and you'll know what you want to do. So number five, I think it's a huge one. Don't live for others, live for yourself. And for God's sakes, life is too fucking short to be doing that shit anyway. It's so short. We literally only get one shot at it. So what's the point at live at uh, what's the point at living a life for other people and 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 therefore you're not you're not being true to yourself. Just think about it. Think about how fucking short this life is. Think about all the time that's already gone by in your life, right? I'm 19. Where the fuck did the time go? Well, two seconds ago, I was 17. Now I'm 19. And it's just like, holy moly, time is flying by. Even the fact that it's already May, right? Like time is is marching on. I'm not saying that you don't have enough time to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Of course you do. But I just want inc- to like make you understand it. It's this life, right? We only have one shot to make something out of it. We only, it's so short. So please, for the love of God, live it true to yourself. Live it doing something that you want to, not because you feel like you have to do, not because you feel like you have to impress other people, because you have to conform to society norms, all right? Live it for yourself, okay? Because you will live a much more peaceful life and a happy life, I love the fact that I'm happy and I'm enjoying what I'm doing every day when I wake up. I feel so connected to myself. I just feel happy to be me. But I, again, I know a lot of people can't say the same for themselves. So let, therefore, like the whole thing about going to uni, that is not everything because I would much prefer to be where I am right now, not working towards a getting a degree and being happy rather than being stuck in a course that I fucking hate and then being miserable. So I think when you weigh it up like that, like obviously I know that not everybody in uni is miserable. I get that 100%, but a lot of people are. I know a lot of people who are. And anyway, anyway, I'll leave that at that. But number five, don't live for others, live for yourself. And we're rolling on to number six, which is the lucky last point I have for you. And that it is, this is a huge one as well. And I just want to preach this till I fucking die. But you do not have to have it 
all figured out. I just had to pause there because, oh my God, we are literally told, like it's it's not that we're told, but it's just assumed that we have to know exactly what we're doing with our lives to every minute of every single day of every single year of the rest of our lives. We have to have it all figured out. You have to know exactly what you want to do, how many kids you want to have, where you want to live, but fuck, you don't. Let's just all take a breath, take a step back and just understand that you do not have to have it all figured out. It is so stressful, so overwhelming to be graduating school and think that you have to know exactly what you want to do with your life. But I want to encourage you to not know, to to live in that, you know, uncertainty because again, there is so much growth that can come out of that. Test the waters, explore different things. It is so fine to sit there and think, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Mate, I'm living in a constant state of what the fuck am I doing with my life, okay? Yes, sometimes it's hard to grasp. I just don't know, but I'm so confident that what is meant for me will find me and it will all work out. I'm so confident if I just keep doing the things that interest me, if I just keep living true to myself, I know it will all work itself out and I will get to exactly where I need to be. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes my thoughts, you know, they really consume my head. And, you know, I've called my friends sometimes just being so stressed thinking, look at you, you're at uni, you're working towards a degree, like you're so happy. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. But then they reassure me that they don't know what the fuck they're doing with their lives. And, you know, there's this, definitely this one girl that I talked to she's one of my really best friends and she's at uni she's excelling at uni she's part of all these little I don't even know what they're called like social groups at her uni and I look at her life and I'm like you're doing so well you're so productive you're literally fucking goals goals af I'm I don't know why I just said that (laughs) but and then like I said to her like you're literally thriving and then she'll say to me girlfriend you're you're literally like fucking living your life like you're so happy you're living on the gold coast you're literally thriving so it's the fact that like we both look at each other's lives and we kind of want to change aspects of our lives to be more like each other but that just goes to show you that you know, just because you're in uni doesn't mean that you're happy she you know she looks at my freedom and she wants that freedom I look at her and I'm like you know sometimes I think that that would be nice you have that stability because I'm so uncertain about what is going on (laughs) literally what is going on I don't know but I just think that that goes to show you that you know everybody always looks at each other's lives and thinks that oh shit I want to be more like them and that's a whole different topic that's when it comes to comparison and just blah 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 we'll get into that another time but moral of the story is you do not have to have it all figured out okay don't listen to your parents don't listen to schools don't listen to society don't listen to social media if you are unsure about what you're doing with your life even if you graduated school fucking 20 years ago even if you're you know 70 years old even if like if you're I don't know you're in year 12 and you're not sure let me just tell you that it is so okay to be uncertain all right take it day by day live to yourself work on yourself take time for you and I promise you it will all come together you will figure it out and it's okay it is okay to test the waters to trial and error if you fail not even fail but if if you don't if you do something go down a path and you realize you don't like it 
it is so valid to take to come back and start something new. Do not feel like you are stuck, okay? There is always a way to get to exactly where you need to be. And I promise you, I fucking promise you, you will get there, okay? Just have trust, just ha- just believe and you will get there. So that is basically all I have for you guys for today's episode, all about uni and gap years. And I feel like uh, I spoke a lot about in this episode that, you know, like taking a gap year, like I feel like I portrayed it to be a lot as you don't have to go to uni. And that's definitely not what I'm saying. If you want to go to uni, honestly, go for it. Of course, I think that uni is very important. I think that like high school, it you learn so much from it. And I also think that uni, like there's a lot of good careers that people of course want to do from it. I didn't go because I I felt like there was more out there for me. I felt like it didn't suit me and there's something else I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And I guess if you want to know where I sit with uni now, I'm not quite sure what's in store for me, to be honest. I just don't know. I'm not ruling uni out altogether, but I just don't think that it's right in my time at the moment. Uni, TAFE, whatever it is, I don't know. But you know what? I'm going to figure it out. It's all going to be okay. I'm only 19, for God's sakes. I do not have to have my whole life figured out. And I kind of like that uncertainty. Like it's kind of exciting, kind of thrilling. I do not mind it, but oh, oh my God, is that a cat? I just had something outside. <laughs> I don't know if it was a cat or not. I presume so if it's making that kind of noise, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, shed a negative light on uni because obviously I think that a lot of people suit that lifestyle. A lot of people want to go to uni and I'm so happy for you. Go do that. Go kick goals. Basically, the point of this episode is just to tell you that if you don't want to go to uni, that is so okay. There is more out there than that. But also, if you don't know what the fuck you, you want to do, take a gap year. Figure yourself out. Figure life. Don't figure life out because you probably won't. But but figure out what you're interested in and I and I feel like it will definitely help you be a little bit more certain on where you want to go with your life. But I'm just, regardless, I'm fucking proud of you guys. No matter what you do with your life, okay? You're kicking goals, you're slaying, you're thriving. And I'm proud of each and every single one of you. I feel like this episode was kind of a long one. Hang on, I haven't even got it set on the time. What are we at? Whoa, we have officially hit one hour. So if you have made it this long, go you. <laughs> That's a long time to listen to me chat, but I feel like it was good. I had a lot to say about this topic and I didn't realize how much I had to say. But I hope you guys enjoyed everything and I just made you feel a little bit better about your situation, no matter what it may be. Even if you're just listen, listening to me while you, I don't know, bake a chocolate cake, yum, if you are doing that, save me a slice. But also, can I just say, if you guys ever hear me talk in this odd accent, like it kind of, it kind of, I don't, I'm going to have to, I can't do it under pressure right now, but it's a thing that me and my friends do sometimes and I, you just, you just get addicted to doing it. Sometimes it just comes out and I can't stop it. And I've had people ask me if I'm South African before and it's just, I'm not, I'm Aussie, but just roll with it. Okay. It just adds a little bit of a spice to this podcast. That exactly, that thing there was the accent. Okay. If you ever hear me talk, talk like that, just roll with it. All right. Just roll with it. It's my special, my special gift to you guys. Anyway, 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 I'll let you guys go. I hope, oh, promos. I forget this every single fucking time. If you like this podcast and you want to stay up to date where I, um, and be more interactive, because I'll ask a lot of questions. I actually don't. I don't. I will be trying to more, but I, oh my God, <laughs> I butchered that. 
If you like this podcast and you want to stay up to date and be more interactive, then be sure to follow the Instagram at Let's Peel and Heal. Don't miss out. I post good shit on there. Like I said in the middle of the potty, if you want to see a more visual representation of my Europe trip or just want to know what the fuck I look like, be sure to check out my TikTok. It's Jess with four S's dot Hill. Go give it a follow. And of course, if you liked this podcast and you just like it in general, please go give it a rating and a follow if if you're feeling generous. If if you like me, you wanna you wanna hang around, you wanna listen to me talk more, then feel feel free to do that. I would fucking appreciate that so much. Anyway. That is all I have for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed it. You got something from it. You benefited from it. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Good vibes, positive energy, radiating the best version of our motherfucking selves. But that is all I have for you guys today. I love each and every single one of you with all my heart. And I will see you guys all next week. Bye.